folks continuing on this uh, uh, women's rights and women exploitation uh, we like to mention that uh, uh, before islam the women had much more rights than what islam has given them uh, what amazes me that uh, uh, allah seems to be against uh, very much uh, women uh, allah hates women because muhammad hated them i mean he hated his wives because when he started getting unlimited women he was busy in sexual activities uh, 24/7 uh, there is a hadith uh, or there is a history uh, where it is narrated that he used to have sex with sometime all his wife which were at one time around 10 so i mean you can imagine a, a person who is that much in sex and then uh, he used to have sex with anyone he can put his hands on and then when his wife ab- objected he brought a special ayah and uh, that ayah there are two ayahs uh, in quran which very clearly uh, tells that uh, allah said to him uh, ya muhammad we are aware of your problems and your hardships and you can have as many women as you like while the others can only have four even you can have sex without dowry uh, that means uh, like consensual sex so when the women of uh, muhammad or the wives of muhammad they object to it to it and then he brought another ayah which uh, allah admonishes his wife and says yeah, don't fight with me otherwise allah can give him more and better wives than you and so on even that when did not stop the woman he uh, one day he said uh, that he went to heaven and at that uh, night he was sleeping uh, with his at his aunt's house and he said he went to heaven and then he saw uh, more women in hell than men now it is interesting to note that uh, the uh, original injections of uh, what islam was about that uh, allah will judge you at the uh, day of uh, judgment and then he will decide who go to but for muhammad he uh, create the jannah the jannah and the hell while he was visiting and then he showed him more women in the hell and then they were <coughs> being uh, hanged through their tongues and through their bosoms so the hate against women was basically uh, was the hate of uh, muhammad and his uh, associates the tribal leaders uh, umar in particular who hated women a lot and uh, although he gave uh, one of his daughter of around 17 18 years age to muhammad while he was 53 years old he took the revenge that when he became caliph <coughs> he married 
Muhammad's granddaughter of the same age, the daughter of Ali, her name was Umm Kulthum. So, whether you read Quran, which allows women to be beaten by men, or called inferior, and their rights are only half of men, or you read Hadith. In Hadith, the case is even worse. Uh, Muhammad has so much admonishment for a woman that it seems like he wanted woman, but he wanted woman only for sex. Other than that, he hated them because uh, genetically, what happens that the man is an inferior sex, and when he you have a wife, she know you are plus as well as your negatives. And that's what actually was hurting Muhammad, that these wives were very blunt because he lied to them a couple of times. He was <coughs> having sex with his slave girl on a day which he said is destined for some other wife and things like that. If we look at the Arab culture of that time, uh, this was no difference. Uh, there is a hadith that one of some of these uh, warriors they came to him and they say you know when we picked up a woman while we attack as a booty we want to have sex with them so what we are doing is that we are having sex but not ejaculating means we don't want to have them pregnant so we can sell them at high price so imagine the seventh century which uh, these arab mullah i mean the the Pakistani mullahs or Arabs not that much but the Sufis and Shias and all that they just have non-stop narration of how good that time was and how great that men were and how great those women were and all that bullshit. Well on the ground the women were the worst treated. Muhammad equated them with dog and donkeys and when his wife Aisha uh, protested, he did not change his statement. So the overall scenario in our world of that time was that woman is the curse and if she is exploited, that's okay. If she is beaten, it's okay. If we compare this to the time before Islam, we see 180 degree difference. Women were independent, women were vocal, women were poets, they, they were writers, they were doing a uh, uh, lot of rhymes and business, very successful businesswoman, and they were very happy with their life. But Muhammad and his tribal leaders did not like their happiness. They confined them in the home so they can continue with their barbarism. If the woman right had continued, if the woman had the same right they had before Islam, these men probably will not be that much barbaric and they will be maybe a better person. But that did not happen. And then we created people like Khalid bin Walid. Now this guy, he killed unlimited people, not only killed, but had raped many women. One of the famous incident that he uh, killed uh, a, a woman, his name is Layla his uh, uh, husband and his husband also was reciting Kalama but he said no you are lying 
and then he killed him. And the same night he took her to bed. This incident was told to Abu Bakr, who was the caliph at that time, and he wanted to call him back and punish him. But Muhammad, uh, but the Omar, who was uh, Khalid bin Walid's cousin, um, uh, stopped him doing that. But at that time, when Omar became a caliph, more of these kind of events came up to his mind, and then he brought him back and he demoted him. He didn't put him in jail or give him any punishment. He just demoted him, sent him home. So that, that is how the women were treated. Then until 8th century, uh, when uh, the Sharia and uh, uh, other uh, laws and hadith were uh, started written, they had this kind of incidents. And then from them came up the Shia mullahs and the Sufi mullahs who started working on uh, Sharia laws and all that bullshit. And they also did not allowed any woman right. They created uh, a system uh, starting from five uh, basic fundamental rules and then how the dispute should be settled and all of that. The rape of a victim had to be proved if four bearded men, they watch her being raped. I mean, how senseless and barbaric mind you can have when <clears throat> you want a witness of four mullahs to prove the rape of a woman. Unfortunately, the same laws are still forced on Pakistan and we have a senseless uh, stupid body of Council of Islamic ideology when the issue was brought to them that today we have a genetic test which is 99.99% accurate and that test should be enough to prove uh, the rape. They said no. There has to be four witness because these mullahs are the same kind we had in 7th century barbaric time. Their minds are totally corrupt they exploit women and I know they also beat their wives and their daughters and that is why they want to keep forcing this barbaric Arab culture on Pakistan. Coming back to the, um, the women rights, uh, we see that the laws created in Pakistan are based on Sharia system where the woman is treated like a donkey or dog. They don't allow any woman right. They have problem how she walks. They have problem what she wears. They have problem if her, her legs make noise or if his boobs start moving and all that bullshit. Instead of educating themselves and cleansing their devilish mind, they put all the onus on women. Even the rapist's mother in Pakistan, they say, Oh, mere bete ko to ye apna sina khola to wo kya karta? Now, look at the level of corruption 
when it comes to women right if her daughter was raped her opinion will be different but because her son raped somebody else's daughter she don't care she say apply sharia law get me four witness so that his son can be saved this is how we have the current system in pakistan and this is how we are spoiling and literally destroying 50% of the population if you want to live in 7th century you better go back to saudi arabia and clean their toilets if you want to live in pakistan and other non arab country you have to follow the civilized law civilized attitude educate your boys and tell them tell them to respect women and allow girls every right rather more rights if there are one boy and one girl the family should educate the girl first because if the girl is educated she will create a better family if the girl is independent she will be a better citizen she will pay taxes and she will support the other poor of the country through government efforts unfortunately 90% of the women in pakistan are dependent they are tax burden and they don't contribute anything to national economy as compared to civil civilized world when we see in united states there are more women millennial than men and i don't have the statistics but i'm sure when they are so rich they contribute more to the national economy than men this is how a modern country works i am not saying that women have every right in us or there is no crime against them yes there are because there will be demented minds everywhere but here when somebody commits a crime no one ask him to bring four bearded mullahs the government fights her case and he the government is the victim as compared to in pakistan where they say oh this is allah ka marzi hai tha and then if the crime is done against woman the guy who raped or hurt a woman they uh, make some kind of settlement they give them some money they coerce them and the poor family has no choice but to make an agreement that they have forgiven and they don't want to pursue the case because in pakistan the victim which is supposed to be supported by the government because in the crime is against the state it is not against individual it is government responsibility to see that who is the whoever is the victim gets justice but badly sadly is not the case in pakistan it is a totally uh, uh, senseless and uh, i would say almost barbaric country which have no support for women or girls even when zaulak brought this barbaric uh, rape law <coughs> he said that when a woman is raped if she complains go to police and cannot bring forward witness 
she is the one who is sent to jail. According to one report, 5,000 women were in jail in Pakistan because they reported rape and they could not support it. While the rapist was never arrested, not even one rapist was convicted. In woman case, the rapists are generally their own next of kin, some uncles, nieces, somebody they know around their homes. But who can bring four bearded mullahs while she's being raped? That is why Josh Maliyabadi, the famous Urdu writer, he wrote in his uh, book, Yadon Ki Bharat, he said, this rape conviction is close to impossible because unless somebody see the SLI going inside the pot, that means somebody see the penis going in and the four people see it, there is no conviction. Do you really want to live in that era where the barbarians had no respect? For uh, women, I would say that it is time to uh, be aware that despite all the hardships, all the exploitation, and all the chronic values uh, which are like barbaric time values of 7th century or the Sharia system, they need to stay strong. They need to support womanhood. They need to support women if, even if they don't like them. When it comes to women rights, they should be together. They should take care of each other and they should try to give more rights and more education and more support to their daughters. I'm not saying that they shouldn't like the boys, but they need to educate the boys. They need to tell them, this is a human being. This is not some kind of toy for you. And they should stop telling them that they are the Rajkumars and they're gonna get a beautiful uh, princess for her and all that bullshit. If they are poor, they have to tell them they are poor and they should work hard to go above the ladder in economy as well as the social status. Working hard, education, being humble is the key. Don't create dogs who look at the woman and then start uh, throwing, throwing their uh, shit. They have to tell them that this is a human being who is better and must be respected. There is no other way to change the society until you give right to women and at the same time they should rise for the right of the women of these mullahs because these mullahs are the biggest exploiter of women. They use this mullahood to grab poor women, poor men's daughters. When there are so many incidents when these famous mullahs, they just uh, come out from their room and say, Oh, God has just given me a basharat that I have to marry the daughter of Falafala. There have been so many incidents in Punjab where these bastard mullahs, they have grabbed the woman of the very person 
who supports them, who works for them. This is unbelievable. There have been famous mullahs. There was one uh, named Ghumman. I mean, he was such a bastard that he kept on exploiting one woman after another. And these mullahs are very fond of having more than one wife. And then they thread their wives. Even the entertainers, they thread their wives. I mean, look at this Khalil uh, uh, Rahman Kamar. I mean, this stupid writer who has his beard in his stomach, he cursed a woman on national TV. And he thinks that if woman writes uh, want a right, she is a prostitute. I mean, these kind of people, the woman should boycott all his dramas. They should make sure nobody watches at their home. And they should support the woman who rise against this stupid guy. And there are so many entertainers who think they are God and they can beat their wives or they can uh, harass <coughs> their, counter, their uh, other woman working for them. There's uh, things like Ali Zafar, who is kind of, from the news, it looks like he is a womanizer. And when a woman complains about him on the national TV, he sue him. And still this guy has no shame. He is still getting the, uh, the uh, advertising business. I mean, what kind of society we have? The woman should unite to boycott any product which he advertised, to boycott any movie he produces. That is the only way to straighten these crooked and senseless minds. God bless.